Hey, guys, you know, it's it, it's really great. Thanks for, for coming out. It, it means a lot to me that we can, you know, celebrate our year anniversary over. I mean, I know it's something small going to a restaurant, especially during COVID season. But hey, you know, let's let's just hang, have a few drinks, enjoy ourselves. Yeah, you know, it's nice to get together. And uh, even better, we're now only a couple minutes away from our next plate of nachos. Dude, that has to be the most hopeful and inspiring thing I think I've ever heard. But, but what if I die in the next, next 15 minutes and never eat any nachos? Well, uh, I got news for you, buddy. That makes today Nacho Lucky Day. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I the only one laughing? <laughs> inserts, inserts CSI Miami music. We're, we're going to be split on that one. <laughs> that's going to have a split opinion, I think. Uh, <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome back. It's another week, another grand day. Um, does anybody else have any other comments before I start the summary? Absolutely not. Not even a little bit. <clears throat> As Maxim rises into the sky, Eneru feels like something is wrong. He hears more voices coming his way. Could it be that his prediction was wrong? Were there more than were there more who needed to face judgment after all? Enter Luffy. Eneru still thinks himself superior, of course, but quickly comes to the realization that lightning won't work, so it's a battle of fists. Back and forth the fighting goes, each fighting like they have the upper hand, until finally Luffy is thrown from the ship and all hope seems lost. Back down on Sky Island, after returning from warning the islanders of the coming doom, Konus returns to the going merry, only to find that no one is there. What could have happened to them? We'll never fear. Nami's knight in shining armor is on his way. And so is his trusty gadget provider. <laughs> what difference will they make here? Guess we'll just have to find out next time. <laughs> this is, um, I ain't gonna lie to you guys. I, I love the shit out of these apps. So, fun fact, where we are right now in the story we we passed where I picked up the the anime when I first picked it up from like when I remembered the four kids stuff. I think I officially started back when we were in like the Satori fight, but I'm not gonna lie to you guys. When Eneru revealed himself as the lightning dude, and I remembered that Luffy's stupid fucking power was that he ate the the dumb dumb gum gum fruit <laughs> and became the rubber man. I put two and two together in an instant and realized, wait a minute. Does this guy have the audacity? Does he have the sheer fucking gonads to make one, his stupid fucking protagonist, be the hard counter to arguably one of the coolest fucking powers you can possibly have in your universe? And the answer, folks, the answer is yes. A resounding, absolutely fucking yes. <laughs> I love the shit out of 182. It is one of my fucking favorite things on the planet when Eneru, after all that he's done in his cocky nature, sees Luffy and Bro. shoots all of his blasts. <laughs> it's the Sorry, I didn't mean to usurp the conversation. <laughs> Before we go into the fight, because that's going to be a large portion of what we're talking about, we should probably start talking about the smaller points first. Before. You're right. I'm sorry. I'm getting, I'm getting giddy. I love this. I love this. No, I, I, no, no, I, I, get, I understand. I'm with you on these fights. Just don't get me wrong. But let's let's start with like something simple, like uh, the Conus warns the village. Conus right, being yeah. a badass bitch. Let's go. I mm. thought she was going to blast people immediately. Dude, 
What she almost the did. Fuck? Well, she did. Terry speaking. Wait, 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 wait. Who's that? What the fuck? Who are you? Hey guys, I'm back. What the? F- oh when did you my. get here? You were supposed to be dead. I'm the fat guy now. You can't take this away from me. Pulls out a fucking rifle out of nowhere. Pulls out a rifle. Gavin, go get your gun again. Pulls out a flame bazooka. <laughs> I'm sorry, Justin. I can't protect you from this. Simi, in order to be on brand, uh, it's a burn bazooka. Just so we're clear. I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying. Sir, little did you know this rifle? It's just a V sig. Okay. All right. Glad we. Uh... Thank you. Thank you for enlightening us. We yeah. appreciate that. Thank you. The thank twists you. and turns never stop. No, it's taking my fucking job. That's all I'm saying. All right. We should just tell the audience at this point. Yeah. So, uh, bad news. Jordy's no longer ever going to be with us. Simmy's taking his place. <laughs> <laughs> Jordy died tragically in a ladder accident. Okay, okay, guys. Let's get this back into the conversation about calling us yeah, the village. Why would we do that? That doesn't make any this sense. Is, this is clearly getting chopped. <laughs> so. Is it though? Uh, the audience needs to know. Here's a here's a fact for you, bitch. We got a new fat guy. Do you, do you have a fact to interject already? We're only on the CONUS part, all right? The part where CONUS is censored. Oh? She's censored? Oh, from the manga, I bet. Yes. So, when the kid tossed the, the, the tomato, it was actually supposed to be a rock. It used to be bleeding the entire time. That makes sense. I I saw that in the anime, and I was like, this feels like ancient biblical <laughs> stoning, but they just said no tomatoes. What the hell? Exactly. It was supposed to be stoning, and they, they, they censored it. <laughs> Well, I'll be damned. That makes way too much sense, all things considered. Because, you know, I did wonder to myself, why the fuck did they throw a goddamn tomato there? Not so much a tomato, but, like, there was so much emphasis on, like, the tomato leaving, like, residue on her face afterward. My, my question, really, about this whole scene is, why did the kid apologize? He does. He, he immediately, maybe because he hit her in the face, he didn't intend to hit her in the He's face like, oh, is the I'm only sorry. thing I could it's think like of. It's like you play dodgeball and you're like, ugh, eat shit. And you well, like you hit a girl in the face. You're like, ooh, yeah, oh, I'm sorry. Fuck. No, 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 no. If you're playing, if you're playing dodgeball, you take that mark to the face <laughs> with honor. There's no fucking genders in dodgeball. There's just rubber. <laughs> kind of like Luffy. <laughs> it sounds a lot it makes a lot more sense now though to be honest where like if the guy was trying to throw a rock at conus and like he would feel bad after he sees her start to literally bleed from her skull maybe that's kind of what was supposed to happen <laughs> moving on from tomatoes conus being a bad bitch so she rolls up to the village on a waiver runs over some white berets again and uh not, she's... O- not no not some the captain, <laughs> the captain again <laughs> who got who got ran over by nami like 10 episodes ago there's no way it's a little bit more than 10 <laughs> he takes it whatever it was he t- he takes the tire to the face and then it lands on him you know that dude's never gonna ride a snowboard again but no. nah, he'll be all right <laughs> nami hit or not nami konas hit him so hard he had a change of heart yes but I'll be completely honest. I completely forgot about, you know, all of this. This entire scene essentially was pretty fucking stoked from start to finish. And I completely forgot about it. She she cocked the bazooka when a dude was about to fucking go for her throat. And she was like, you, you want to you, you, you about a tussle? Don't come any closer. This is a burn bazooka. I'll use it. Back off. There's a flame bazooka. Not, I know how to fucking use this shit. I hate it when they do, they do that in, like, in these kind of scenes where they clearly have a gun that racks, right? 
And, like, they always do it for emphasis of when they're about to do something. So they rack it once to show that they're there. And then later on, when, like, they're about to show, I mean it, they rack it again. And it's like, isn't there already a round and chambered? Why are you keep racking this <laughs> yeah, thing? Yeah, you just popped out a bullet for no reason. No, no, no. <laughs> Clearly, you need to go watch a video by my boy, Gus Johnson, who shows. Oh, yeah, see, <laughs> oh God. <laughs> uh, please enlighten me and the audience for those who haven't seen this man. Gus Johnson is a sketch uh, YouTuber where he makes like literally like under five minute YouTube videos and they're just bonkers. And the one that we're talking about specifically is where he's like pretending he's like a farmer or something like that with the 12 gauge and he keeps just racking the shotgun. He's like, what are you doing? And like at the very end, he starts shooting it in like the most weird ways. (laughs) I love that stupid fucking skit. Uh, His skits are great. But no, I, I thought that Conus was like a relatively compelling character out of nowhere, kind of. Yeah, she actually <laughs> impressed me. I was like, "Ooh, these these quotes are spicy. Mm. I like this." Her 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 emphasis on how she talks. Ooh, ooh, it's not some just generic bullshit Vivi shit. This is some good shit. It's not generic bullshit Vivi. <laughs> Moving on to actual interesting characters. <laughs> the captain. I mean, you you joke, I mean, yeah, but the captain the hits. Captain, yeah, the clap. Your captain slaps too. The clapton. Like, shut up. <laughs> His first name is Eric. Don't you know? <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, dude. The captain comes out of left field. He starts uh, explaining, you know, to to Conus and everything, like saying, "Well, I mean, we used to work for the OG God, but you know, we don't just go against Enaru. We knew that the best course of action to keep everybody safe was to play fucking ball. So, what else were we gonna do?" Hesso. We it gets Hesso, Hesso. Hesso. So we get we get the full circle, you know, the 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 plot thickens, the story completes. We finally get all of the aspects of like, you know, these innocent bystanders that becoming a slave to Enaru's reign and shit like that. Oh, no, a good time. It was great. That's what I love about this is like th- these episodes they compacted so much and so little. Yes, agreed. I was surprised when I got to the last episode that we watched cuz I was like, "Wait, wait. That's all we're watching?" Yeah, because mm-hmm. they, they they put in so much shit, shit that in like other seasons would have been like, all right, in twelve episodes the hit will finally connect. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. I ain't gonna lie, One Piece and is one of those shows a lot of the time. <laughs> that whole uh, that whole like Conus talking to the Islanders and stuff like that's basically all of one eighty two. Like, there's a few like there's a few interludes of like Luffy getting to where Enaru is and Enaru on the ship, but like. That that episode is like ninety five percent Conus and the village. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the fact that like it still feels rather compelling, even though it takes up an entirety of an episode, is like this is this is good. Uh, I, I like this. You get you get a lot of backstory um, to you know the wiper rays, and they even drop that little uh, tidbit from the captain about how uh, Enaru not only is born in the Sky Islands, but absolutely annihilated his home island uh, yeah wasn't it named like a barafu or something like that it was like you're you're kind of close close it started with a b wasn't it like belkin or a blukin we we have two fact checkers now uh simi what was the name excuse you (laughs) (laughs) i literally just said the name of the island uh simi what was the island's name (laughs) i let him do it he has to prove himself that's because you don't know it shut the fuck up all right the island's name was bilka is to the southeast of where they're currently situated, all right? Oh, damn, you know the exact direction, well, too. Well, it's not, it's not there anymore. It's gone. Once upon a time. Once upon a time, it was there. Uh, now he's completely annihilated its entire existence. 
For what <laughs> yeah. reason, who knows, but... He wanted to restart a new life, you know? And Aru was gifted his uh, his lightning, lightning fruit from the uh, from the snake of, of the tree or whatever. And uh, he, he then he became a lightning man and destroyed everything. I feel like you're trying to quote Genesis at us and you're what failing. What are you about? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that, uh, I think that the, the one that slapped for me personally, there was that one poor old schmuck. His name is Gurudin, by the way. That devout dude who was just like, but wait a minute. He is God. He does get to decide many a thing. And if I want to choose to continue to follow him in my faith, then golly, maybe it is my time to die. And I'm just like, oh, bro, don't do this. You can't do this. Move on. He's not worth it. He's not a God. He's just a dickhead with a power. (laughs) He's just a dickhead who ate an apple. What I will say is it was scary, but also I get it uh as like the the understanding of like someone has like this uh like pillar of belief or something that's just like really ingrained and like uh manifests itself in all sorts and ways in their own life or that's how they see it and then that thing starts to like crumble and that's like a whole existential like turmoil that someone can't process in like a couple of minutes well it's a very human reaction yeah and uh, that was essentially all that happened in in the front half of 182. We get some pretty fantastic scenes with Konas, some pretty fantastic scenes with the town people, extremely humanizing. And uh, the Shandorians and all of them are going to try to escape, get as close to Cloud End as possible. Now, moving on to my favorite part, the juicy bits. <laughs> <laughs> I was thoroughly surprised how quickly they like sh- revealed that. And went into the fight. But at the same time, I'm really glad that they did it that way. So they didn't waste a whole fucking episode of us just watching him dodge. I'm really glad they did it this way because it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> and Luffy Luffy delivers a line in that, in that moment, too. Um, because Luffy is also clearly realizing uh, that this is having exactly zero effect on him. And he goes, <laughs> stop fooling around and fight me. <laughs> And he, and he punches him and like away and then Enru like stumbles back and the, the anime does this so goddamn well. I loved every goddamn second of this. They do like this like 15 second turnaround mm. of Enru's like different facial features like his 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 ears, his his mouth, his nose is like dripping and he has the absolute most dumbfounded <laughs> look on his face. <laughs> I when I tell you I busted <laughs> I was crying <laughs> This made every single thing up to this point worth the arc. Tell me about it, dude. I, I just love the the look of his face like, like just like seeing like the still of his frame just like oh. mom mom the the cheat codes aren't working anymore <laughs> infinite life isn't working anymore unlimited ammo's not working Enuru anymore Enuru has big chotomate energy here <laughs> stay calm physical attacks still can't affect my body he's just a helpless monkey from the blue sea world <laughs> and then luffy comes in with another with another gut punch uh, because we're still operating under the same instance of like Luffy put water on his hands, so now he can punch crocodile thing. Because sure, <laughs> which was kind of interesting to see also later on in the fight where he t- Enter teleports again after like getting really close to being hit. But like 
I kind of took that justification as like it's because he dodged it before well, the contact was he made. Can, he can teleport, yes, but uh, like like when Luffy just put water on his hands and suddenly he can right. punch crocodile, it makes zero sense as to why he can't still just like phase the fist through him. Well, because he hasn't come into contact with the thing yet. So I was doing some reading on some One Piece stuff unrelated to this. I was recently reminded that while Logias can uh, phase through attacks and whatnot, uh, it's not automatic. They have to do it consciously. Um, so yes. that was brought to my attention. I was wondering, okay, so is Luffy landing hits because rubber better than lightning? Or is it because... Eneru's just in so much shock that he's not intentionally phasing through attacks. That's what I wanted to know. Okay, but that all right, we can we can we can allow that for this initial like Eneru's just discovered his power don't work. But the but rest then, of the fight But though? then throughout the fight, he still doesn't use that feature. And Crocodile did the same thing. Crocodile didn't use that feature anymore either when Luffy wasn't wet anymore. I mean, we threw the water on Crocodile later, but we have we didn't cover Eneru in rubber. Like, <laughs> I, I'm I'm not I'm not gonna say that it, it is scientifically sound, but I I think what what matters here is when we see that Eneru's lightning does not affect Luffy. The point is that Luffy is literally Eneru's hard counter, and a, all of his lightning tricks is out the door. He cannot. He cannot escape Luffy through turning into lightning other than teleportation. He cannot, you know, let the attacks go through him like with the bullets or with the spear. He can be hit by Luffy innately just because he is rubber. I think that's kind of the point here. I'm not saying that that is scientifically sound. I don't need it to be scientifically sound. I need it to make sense within the universe we're in. And in my brain, that doesn't make any sense. But all right, all right, all right. So we get this. we get this fight. The fight keeps going, and uh, we we learn uh, that not only can Enru do all of these lightning-based things, uh, all of the associations with lightning-based things come with it, like generating Im- immense amounts of heat. Um, so, so, and also for some reason, gold bending. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the gold bending's really whack, isn't um, it? <laughs> that's a real stretch on like I guess Abilities. Uh, electromagnetism and superheating. Um, <laughs> I don't know, man. It makes sense to me. Lightning can be really high. It can melt gold in my brain. Yes, yes. But like, for him to then also be able to just like mold it in like seconds to whatever he wants is a bit of yeah, a stretch. Yeah, the technicality of it is a little of a stretch. I'm not. I'm not too. I, it's it's just funny to me. I I'm not hang, hanging my hat on this for more than two <laughs> yes. seconds. I'm just mentioning it here because I, because we he, are here because we're here, and so. <laughs> It just it's it's all supplies to give Eneru more uh, ways to hurt Luffy uh, again. Anyway, okay. Since now we're here at the fight, I want to touch back on something, Devin. I don't know when you said this, but it was relatively mm-hmm. recently. You jokingly, offhandedly said, "Oh, Luffy's gonna do something stupid like uh, uh, gum gum stupid or something like okay, that." Okay, okay, time. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> I threw that one in there because I knew better. <laughs> ah, damn. I, I swore it was Devin, and I He's was like, teaser. you have no idea how right you are. <laughs> <laughs> I want to I wanna, you know, show the team how the sausage gets made here. Devin said something that triggered me or just like enlightened me, and I was like, yeah, Luffy's going to get a brand new move. He'll call it the gum gum stupid. <laughs> <laughs> 
And here we and are. He, and then he did with the gum gum airhead. Yeah, he calls it the baka in Japanese. He called it the the days in in uh, the dub. You can translate it into a, a few different things depending on context or whatever. But I think they chose to use days in the dub. Regardless, Luffy turns his brain off and he dodges Eneru's attacks for a hot second when he's like trying to stab him. And then, and then he comes out of it and goes like, but if I do this then I can't punch him. <laughs> and now he's like, you just thought of this? Luffy realizes how powerful he can be. Luffy realizes he can't use Ultra Instinct, my guy. Oh, he does that too. They give him that, like, he's gonna go Super Saiyan moment just before that. He gets, like, really buff and his hair spikes up like he's going Super Saiyan. Uh, and, then, and then he goes airhead mode. And he just flops. Then he turns into an airhead, turns into a, a octopus. octopus for whatever reason he could have just arms he could have just done the gun gum gat sorry the gum gum gatling at the wall like he would otherwise have done normally but for whatever reason he de- he decided that he wanted to make his limbs extra noodly for the attack <laughs> so he had to go with the uh gum gum octopus fireworks instead hold on so, so going back to the gum 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 gatling i love the scene where Andrew catches both Me hands too. and goes like it's not like you're actually metaphy metaphys uh metamorphosizing like actual new hands these are just you only have two of them he just fucking right. bodies him <laughs> yeah <laughs> i uh, the final hit where he gets his last big fucking bazooka at the end i don't know dude i remember seeing the the gum gum bazooka hit him and there's just something about eneru in that frame where he just like suddenly turns super gorilla looking and like about ready to like puke his own fucking spleen that i just absolutely slaps to me they always do the bazooka right it's a bazooka. Do you gotta feel like mega impact on that shit? Yeah. Well, it's his, that's his general finisher. It's either going to literally uh, team rocket them or be an <laughs> absolutely monumental attack that looks fucking sweet. There is no in between. They either get team rocketed or it looks sweet. Period. Well, to be fair, he's done a he's done a few bazookas where they just like laugh it off. I guess that's fair. That uh, probably has like on crocodile. He's done bazookas on crocodile where before like listen they- all right crocodile's a fucking logia type all right he doesn't count what Logos are you broken. talking about <laughs> we're fighting one right now get under the table they are busted though to be fair in fact i i just want to repeat that i can't repeat this enough just so we're clear eneru was essentially the strongest potential fucking person that we could ever fathom in this stupid fucking universe. Yeah. And why could Luffy win? Because he's his hard counter. The only reason he had a bad day was because Luffy came up. Imagine if he didn't show up, dude. Imagine <laughs> if they didn't go to Sky High. Imagine if they try to make that trip like a day or two later. Luffy d- Luffy also kind of like... He he tries to tamper uh, Eneru's expectations in this moment. Also, though, by mm-hmm. going like, uh, you, you know, you say that you're a god and that you're unstoppable, but you haven't seen what I've seen down on the blue sea. Like, there's a lot of there's a lot of dudes down there that could probably ruin your ass. Yeah. Uh, even though that, <laughs> even though you've got this invincible uh, Logia type, I could think of a few. I I actually have a quick question. <laughs> how would in this scenario, how would uh, Mihawk defeat Eneru? Uh, the unfortunate truth is that you have three people in this cast who could tell you exactly how. With what we know. By slashing him. That's it. By, by slashing him, yes. That's the best answer we can give. <laughs> I, I, would, uh, I would like to uh, face you toward our legal department. We are not allowed to answer that question. Yet. 
<laughs> so the only other major point that happened during Luffy and Enaru, other than all the gags and some of the sweet frames, was yeah, Enaru eventually wins, quote unquote wins. I'm gonna say Luffy won round one, and then Enaru cheated in round two. That's what that, that's what I call it. All right, that's what happened here. There were separate rounds there. Yeah, you didn't hear the bell. <laughs> <laughs> What I'm really curious about, though, when we see the ship, there we see a scene where there's like a bunch of like water tanks. Where the fuck did they get the glass from? Yeah, I probably made it. There's no sand. I'm I'm sure they can figure out how to make sand. Also, from the dirt. it's part of an island. Islands tend to have coast along the coast or sand. We've seen the coast. It's nothing but rock. Yeah, the, the coast. The co- which well, I no. bet they could turn to sand. That's not how sand works. It's exactly how sand works. I got I got news for you, Devin. At at their core, sand is just very, 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 very small rock. Big facts. Moving on. So yes, the, <laughs> the Arc Maxim. The Arc Maxim has uh, some canisters with some water in them that turn that make a storm cloud. And then Enaru uses the storm clouds, throws a little bit of lightning in them. Bada bing, bada boom. You got your own makeshift nuke. I just want to point out, and maybe I'm alone on this, but like. His whole arc maximum make thunderclouds to like facilitate my moves is the most dickhead thing I feel like a villain has done so far. You mean genius? This is Are we just gonna gloss over everything Crocodile did to an entire country oh, yeah, twice I mean. the size? <laughs> no, I think I think the point here is that Enaru, being the clever son of a bitch that he is, chooses to make a weapon for the strict purpose of amplifying his already broken as shit. Uh, skill set, so to speak. But we're gonna ignore over the. We're gonna ignore the fact that Crocodile literally just made a tornado of sand and it was just like yeet, and it went across the country <laughs> and annihilated everything. Uh, I'm not. I'm not going to downplay that. I don't. I don't. I don't mean to. <laughs> Personally, there is just something that angers me more, knowing that Enaru is like got this really cool power, a really like op power and that he's already like fairly intelligent compared to everyone surrounding him like in terms of like the skypeans and whatnot and then he just like flexes even harder he's like yo you know what's even better i could just make thunderclouds and just like give myself more aoe damage or like minimal effort or whatever and i'm like i don't i don't (laughs) i don't get this crocodile said i have sand powers i'm gonna go take over the desert country <laughs> right? God damn. What I what I find also un- interesting about the arc itself is how it breaks all rules of helicopters, like oh, the yeah. blades not being indes- being per- virtually indestructible. No, that, yeah. that that ship has no fucking business being in the air. Like, let's be real. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't care how much electricity Enaru put into that thing. Fuck you. That nonsense. Blades will break if you hit it against something while it's rotating. It's just physics. I mean, majority of the propellers aren't even facing the right direction for the way that it <laughs> right. moves anyway, so... Okay, what if? What if he just put that for aesthetics? He's actually lifting it with the lightning. You mean like the oars? Well, the oars are for when he gets down to the endless verth and he has to be in the ocean. Yeah. But why would he go in the ocean if he could fly? Because he doesn't want to... He's got to take breaks yeah, sometimes. Dude, you dude me- that, that's being powered by him. Eventually, he's going to get tired, right? Like, right? Eventually, just run right. out of We're juice. talking about literal electricity. Yeah, but it's... Not, how, it- how exhausting do you think it is for him to use the lightning? He just... He sends all of the electrons from the ship outward so that all... Everything else around it is negatively yeah. charged and the ship is I'm, positively charged. I'm pretty charged. sure that's not how that works. 
let, let's imagine the ship itself is an, an atom, like the, the nucleus, like you no know, protons, nu- neutrons, all that good stuff sensor, oh right? My right? God. Everything around it is electrons. What Enru is doing is that he's creating different concentrations of electrons. So like one side is more negatively charged. And in relation to that, the other side of the ship is relatively more positive. So he's created a dipole interaction, and that's how he's known. Right, I'm going to stop you there. You need to stop. I'm, do- I'm done with the science. We don't need this. This is all getting cut. I, I like what we're doing tonight, but you guys are just talking about nonsense. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Are you going to tell just me physics and chemistry is nonsense? Fucking yes. heathens? Nonsense here in one piece. <laughs> Absolute heathens. All right. We learned about the arc maxim. Uh, other other than that, between these goons, uh, Mantra's still fucking broken. <laughs> we knew it was going to be broken. Oh, you know, we kind of glossed over it. We also got a little bit of uh, inc- er, increased understanding about how Eneru's mantra works specifically. Other people can kind of like sense with their mantra, but he specifically can use his like crazy lightning lightning nonsense to hear entire conversations from miles away. This is what brings me to... Uh, even more curiosity about what exactly Isa is, because mm. she has no clearly no like classical training in whatever mantra is. She just could do it like from, it's just the fucking force from Let's when just, she yeah. stole it from Star Wars. I mean, basically, is what it feels <laughs> it's like at this point. Basically, the force. It is. Um, I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> Metaclorians are in her blood that only Skypeans yeah. can get. Fucking. <laughs> Uh, so after the fight, uh, Eneru using one of his already stupid fucking powers throughout the fight, he was, he, he started to realize that Luffy, uh, is immune to the lightning and figured out that he's got, he's got a massive weakness to piercing damage, which Luffy literally told him, yes, yes, I, I, I am weak to piercing damage. Stabby stab hurt hurt. What I liked about that scene is how he like, like executed with the dialogue, which is, oh, here's your reward for having such a good fight with me. I'm going to pay you to fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) Go pawn that off somewhere in the blue sea. He goes like, he is like, uh, you know what? I just realized I don't need to fight you. I can just send you away. <laughs> <laughs> so fun fact, Enru does not even know what rubber is, by the way. They do mention that. The, the, Nami goes, oh, right. Skypeans probably don't know about rubber because that doesn't exist up here. So Luffy was <laughs> fucking yeeted off the ship uh, after after that little, that little hiccup. And then uh, we got to cut over to everyone's favorite dynamic duo. <laughs> <laughs> In that entire sequence of events of the dynamic duo, my favorite part has to be the... Meroin, 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 Detector. The Nami Detector with literally just scanning. That <laughs> bit alone just made me lose my fucking mind. That dude has like <laughs> times 100 telescopic vision exclusively for Nami in distress. For for all the listeners that don't really know what we're referring to, uh, so when Sanji and Usopp first wake up, uh, Sanji immediately, like, you know, takes a step outside to have a drag or some shit like that, and for whatever reason, the anime turns him into a Terminator or a Predator or whoever the <laughs> fuck, and suddenly it turns his eyes into, like, a targeting sequence. Like Chopper's scope. <laughs> it, it's it's like it's like the, those scenes in like C- CSI movies where they're just like enhance, enhance, <laughs> enhance. <laughs> enhance. 
<laughs> meanwhile, meanwhile, my favorite bit was when they were running through the forest, and then Sanji was like, "You still got that stupid belt thingy that shoots out of your waist, right?" And he's like, "You mean my ah, uh, uh, my, my Usopp, my Usopp, my Still fucking love that stupid joke, dude. <laughs> Real it. quick, before they officially wake up, we 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 know that sleep talking is like a thing in, in the real world. Fucking Sanji was like sleep simping in his dreams. Dude, <laughs> sleep simping, he was sleep smoking, he was sleep that dude's a hazard. Yeah. <laughs> I I didn't write the whole thing down, but believe you me, whatever the fuck that dude was spouting when he was in his own little dreamland was a fever dream and a half. Don't wake me. Let us stay trapped in this passionate utopia for all eternity. Mm. Nami. Yeah, you smell nice. <laughs> 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 Fucking good, I swear to God. So uh, Usopp and, uh, and, and Sanji are heading up to the ship to go help out Nami. And then Nami for a hot second kind of had like a, a minute or two of shine time. I mean, she did that whole like, you know, friends is magic speech. But more importantly, I totally vibe with where the, the character... Uh, things with Nami are where she was talking about you know she didn't sell out uh, at, at one point she was like you can fucking have all this gold you can have all of this I what is the fucking point if I can't even experience an adventure like this with the Yo, people I why, care why about you are here and my quote for? oh hey I, you, well you know Simi up until Listen. about an hour ago I didn't realize you were even a part of this today alright so I, I already called dibs on this <laughs> <laughs> anyways no, all the Nami scenes are actually pretty interesting. Like, my, like my favorite Nami scene throughout this whole like uh, it was like a throwback, almost like the Arlong Arlong arc where Luffy throws the hat because apparently hats are made of lead, and it, like <laughs> it, like he, he, he she catches it, like it lands on her head like slam dunk, you know, like Kobe noises. Nah, he's just a master like, at it. <laughs> what's that? He's just a master cornhole player. <laughs> <laughs> nice, but like it's just that like all the scenes where she's just like like. I, I don't know. She carried them, in my opinion. Like, just the, those little scenes that she had. Well, you're you're almost on one of my quotes for the week, but if you're not going to go all in, then we'll just save it for later. I don't know what quote you're Devin talking about. Devin did touch on something that I, I think is really important. I, I This could literally mean nothing, but it means something to me. Nami's holding the hat again. Last yes. time she did that was when Luffy gave it to her to hold on to when he go kick Arlong's ass. I don't know. Maybe this means nothing. Maybe this means something, but it stood out to me. It clearly means something. Come uh, on. What do you want it to mean? I don't it's know. It's just that he has faith and trust in the in the people on his crew to fucking hold his treasure, dude. But it's only ever been Nami. You say that, but no, 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 no. Zoro's had his hands on that hat before, all right? Because like, come on. everybody else is fighting. Everyone else is a consistent fighter and is usually fighting at that moment or has been knocked out from a fight. Nami's the only one who was ever just like chilling there because nothing happened to her or she ran. Like, unfortunately, you're the only one left. I, I don't have anyone to get to turn to. Like, it's also like it's it's also <laughs> just like I it's way cuter like for fan service it just to, cute, to, to throw it to Nami. Like nobody's gonna care. Like Zoro's gonna swipe swap it out of the out of the the sky and go like, what are you throwing this at me for? Sanji <laughs> Sanji would just like let it hit I, the I ground. Feel like Chopper would hold it. Chopper Chopper, would Chopper it. might hold it. Oh, Chopper would rock the shit out of that. Absolutely. Yeah, wear it. The hat he, on the hat. Oh, he could vibe. He could no, absolutely he puts, vibe. He puts it on one of the antlers and becomes an actual code rack. <laughs> <laughs> he just becomes a 
<laughs> Absolute coon. Usopp would fumble it, maybe catch it out of the air. Finally, after a few seconds, Sanji would just Sanji. Not, Sanji like, lets it fall like on the ground. No, yeah, Sanji lets it fall on the ground. Absolutely, <laughs> he let it fall on the ground and then pick it up. Maybe Ash a cig on it or something. Ooh, that, that might be fighting words. I don't know about that one. Uh, okay, that might be. That might be overstepping. Would Nico Robin catch the hat though? Oh yeah, no, she's already had her hands on the hat before. Remember? Yeah. She'd catch it with one of her uh, hand extensions, though. <laughs> that doesn't count. It's too, uh, there's too much separation there. Any close, intimate contact with her real arms? Anyway, so so uh, so Conus finally stumbles on the ship that is, has a distinct lack of two knocked out, bandaged goons. Oh, I can't. Yes. I almost forgot and, about uh, this scene. And, and Sue... Uh, enacts out oh, everything. My God. And they, it was they so put the trans- good. It's, so it's, cute. it's hilariously cute. And they put the translations for what Sue is thinking slash speaking, <laughs> quote unquote, as if we had Chopper here to translate. And Konus nails it completely. Like Sue, Sue is sitting there, like Sanji woke up, and then he woke up Usopp, and they both ran and jumped up. To the the ship? You're sure? Like oh, uh, Lassie fell down the well <laughs> and then went uh went to go get Nami up in the sky. <laughs> what? Orf. <laughs> yeah, was, that was a, a great scene. So good. <laughs> yeah, that it's, a, was it's, a, it's a great way to just like kind of cap out all like the seriousness that we've been uh engaging in the last few eps. Is uh is that is that mostly it? Did we I cover have all the one major topics? Fact. Oh, in honor of the inevitably doomed Skypea, um, according to uh, it's like a an official One Piece encyclopedia kind of thing called uh, Ruru One Piece. Um, it's a book that covers about like the locations in One Piece and like yada yada yada. Um, point is, the fact is, uh, Skypea is apparently inspired by Guatemala. No, I mean that makes that explains Shandorians if you look at their architecture and stuff. I feel that. Yeah, that is. I suppose it makes sense. I suddenly want to visit Guatemala now. Okay, trying to figure out where Guatemala is. I'm, I'm kind of <laughs> dumb. It's it's South America. I think it's actually technically central, but anyway. <laughs> so, uh, next week is uh, what 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 is next week? I don't even know. It is 185 to 187. All right, uh, moving on to quotes. So who wants to go first on quotes? Who's, what do we got? So my first quote comes from a Conus, which is, uh, I do not accept Enru as God, as she just stands there waiting to get bzzzed, but then nothing happens. Hear me! I refuse to accept that Enru is God! Then following up with that, Luffy goes uh what makes you god <laughs> and then <laughs> and then my final quote you sail with the crew of the future king of the pirates so wipe that frown off right when uh nami's like freaking the fuck out when you know he's <laughs> fighting Anaru. it's kind of badass <laughs> uh i got two uh the first one's from Konis when she's addressing the village uh Above all else, we all we have always known he Enru has the power to bring us despair. Uh, I really like that one. I want to vibe with. And mm-hmm. the other one was from Enru talking to Luffy. Life and Earth belong to me. Now I will take your life as well. 
that one just uh hit real good. Okay, so uh, as as uh, as Asanji was climbing up the God of the White Sea or not, if he lays a finger on Nami, I'll be his personal blue sea nightmare. You, you took my my one remaining quote that really hasn't been said yet. This past. <laughs> Yo, you're fucked. You could you could always Absolutely feel free to wrecked. have the floor to like repeat any of these. Oh, I'm gonna. But, um, yeah. So, uh, Simi took my favorite one. Uh, <laughs> but I'll also I also wrote down. Uh, uh, when Eneru grabs Luffy's two hands while he's using uh, Gum Gum Gatling, go, it's not like your arms are multiplied or anything, Baka. Uh, <laughs> Baka. <laughs> Baka. <laughs> and then uh, when Luffy is uh, addressing how Eneru keeps saying he's the strongest, he's unbeatable, he goes, there are more monstrous guys in the ocean below than you can ever even imagine. Yo, Brent, do you think of anybody? <laughs> Stop that. Shame on you, both of you. I can think of I can think of anybody with a sea prism stone. Like it doesn't it doesn't even need to be this complicated. You almost uh, lost a wiper. Yeah. No, you're right. It does not need to be that complicated. But uh I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and, and interject here. Uh even though I kind of already said it, I'm gonna repeat it. I love this stupid joke where Edward goes, ah, slashing effects are your weakness. And then Luffy just casually goes, yeah, that's that's it. Okay, that, that right there, where Nami, like, yells at him, I'm just here like, Edward already knew whether Luffy confirmed or not means absolutely nothing. Why are we yelling at Luffy? <laughs> Speak, speaking of Edward already knowing, quick little tidbit, I, I'm actually surprised at how much he knows about the Devil Fruit, even though he's never been to the Blue Sea. Like, like how, like, even up here... Where th- like mm-hmm. more modern things are known, like the more obscure one, he already knows. Well, that, that's what that's what I I've been saying this too. Like this entire arc, like somehow we're getting more devil fruit knowledge out of these random sky goons uh, than well, anybody we've met on the blue sea. Because even the Shandorians have this like immense knowledge about different types of devil fruits. And clearly somebody was hiding a sea prism stone somewhere in that that village to give to Wiper just in case of emergencies. Like they broke the glass and they went, someone with a devil's fruit finally showed up. We need this now. I want to I want to interject, though. And my only argument for that, and I actually do believe this wholeheartedly, that this is honestly uh, organic for the story, because you realize that the further we get in the grand line, now we're going to be in new environments that are predominantly going to be wackier that would stand to know more about the wacky shit and would probably phase out the fucking the trivial nonsense that they don't give a shit about. Like as we gain new knowledge, we will eventually purge old knowledge in their own universe because of how isolation and, you know, uh, set pieces work. I actually kind of vibe with that as a storytelling perspective. I feel like that doesn't work, though, for the sense of, like, for example, <clears throat> uh, what's it called? Uh, gold. Sure. They don't know what gold is, but people from the Blue Sea come up here looking for treasure, i.e. gold. I don't think anyone ever came up there specifically to look for gold. They but just... they would have had gold on them. Well, sure. Like, there, probably a lot of people from the Blue Sea, like, might have gold here and there or, or whatever. But, you know, it, and it comes back to, like, value to the Sky Island people. Like, do they see value in gold? When did we decide that gold is one of the most valuable fucking ores on the planet, by the way? 
while we're on that topic, <laughs> when did that just magically become a thing? You're talking about in real life or in uh, right. One I mean, piece? like in real life, like who who assigns value to stuff? Cultures do. Like a, a culture in the sky who's never traded gold for any particular good or has never really recognized it as having any true value would be like, yeah, fuck that shit. We don't need it. We, 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 we purge that shit from our knowledge. We don't give a fuck. Is Skypea supposed to be the the Americas? It's def- there are there are definite parallels, like with a lot of different things that are happening in this arc and representations in this arc. Yeah, I, I guess my, my overall point is that I actually find it almost refreshing that as the further they get into the wackiness of this cult of this universe, they'll start to come across more and more characters who already are privy to the craziest knowledge in the world and may not know anything about fucking Alabasta. We will eventually get to a point where no one's ever fucking heard of Alabasta. It is what it fucking is. Because that's just one country in the middle of the Grand Line. There's going to be other things to explore, new things to discover. I can appreciate. At a certain point, somebody's not going to know about Skypea too, my guy. Most people don't know about Skypea. Literally, people are saying Skypea doesn't exist right below it. And then we will get further in the Grand Line and other people are going to be like, oh yeah, I've been to like a million Sky Islands. It's yeah, going to happen. That, that's, that's what I'm figuring there. It's like people are going to get farther than the Grand Line. People are like, Skypea, I was there like three years ago. I was there like Facts. yesterday. Exactly. Yeah, I was there just two days ago. I was like, wait a second. We're like a thousand miles away. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. What were we doing? We, we were on quotes. All right. Yeah, it's your turn. <laughs> I think. Well, did you finish up your quotes? No, not not at all, actually. <laughs> uh, this definitely actually kind of started going on it when uh, Nami is kind of freaking out. She's even like kind of yelling at Luffy like, I'm really scared, dude. Like, I don't know what the fuck we're going to do. This is terrifying. And then Luffy, you know, yeah, removes the head. He does the thing. He does the thing, guys. We said this. That that's We said line. this already. What? You didn't he say that. He said this. He said the subversion of it, which is you, you're friends with the future king of the pirates. Oh, my bad. I didn't hear you. That's, actually. The, that's the subversion of it. That Bruh. All, right, well, I, I, all right, fine. Let's see. Dylan, cut that. Uh, Enru asks Luffy, because he's inquisitive at that point. He was like, yo, wait a minute. Uh, did you say the king? King of the pirates. And what domain does he lord over? He's the king of the seas. The greatest king of all. The greatest king of all. I was like, oh, oh, what's a what's a man to a king? What's a king to a god? Right. <laughs> what's a god to a non-believer? What's a god to a, a, a non-believer? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking th- everyone throwing your anime music videos here, dude. <laughs> no, 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 don't do that. I had one more. Uh, oh, no, I already covered it earlier. It was just the um, I honestly don't think I could take another hit from you when Eneru was like, I'm just going to like, you're out. <laughs> You're out. Bye. Bye now. Thanks for coming to the boat yacht party. Game, game's Bye. over. Cops are here. You gotta go. <laughs> Cops are here. So how'd you guys like that the new ending? Dude, I was gonna mention it, but I mean I also oh, like didn't really get a chance to mention it. What the fuck? That was fine. I know, right? Did not watch it. But okay, so we got a new ED uh back in one eighty what uh, yeah, two or whatever. Dude, oh, I didn't even know fucking mwah. It, it wonderful. Loved every bit of it. I completely forgot its existence. Yeah, I, I want to say. Let me know when there's coming up, so I know to listen. Dude, to I it. forgot. Like I, I didn't even know it was coming up. Honestly, I, Jordy and I talked about this in the spoiler cast. I know you guys didn't listen to it, but we talked about like our favorite, you know, OPs and EDs, like you know, for for like the whole series. And I told him I was like, honestly, I only remember the EDs we've come across so far. I remember like I remembered like one more, which we already passed by now, and this one kind of slaps and I completely forgot its existence. Mwah. <laughs>
Excuse me as I uh, go listen to this ED right now. Right? Chef's kiss. Chef's Same. kiss, my dude. <laughs> it, it, it hits, it hits that, that, that childhood spirituality, you know what I'm saying? Moving on to the golden ham. All right. I got to be honest. I'm torn between one of, honestly, kind of four people here. I think four. mostly three, but kind Jesus. of four. My throne was going to be Conus. That's on my list. I could feel oh. a Conus. My, my fourth one is Sue. <laughs> stop. You've got to stop <laughs> with the joke, golden hams, bro. What joke? I was gonna go, I was gonna vote for the arc though. Shift the eyes. You say I'm joking, but I'm serious. I'm definitely down to give Sue a golden ham. And another set of episodes, maybe. I feel like it's really down between Luffy and Enaru, but maybe I could be swayed. I don't know, man. I I just like Enaru. Enaru does things in these episodes that are cool, but like I don't know. It's not ham worthy, my opinion. Yeah, I don't. I don't know that this time around, I I necessarily would consider it golden ham worthy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I want to interject. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of in on my Nami train right now. Hear me out. Oh. The Kona stuff was bad the fuck ass, and she was the ki- the queen of 182. Mm-hmm. Nam- er, Luffy and Enaru fight was great, mm-hmm. but I just, my heart is sold on the idea that Nami absolutely deserves to be the most prevalent character that provided the most joy for these three episodes. That is my current position. Like, like, sure, she dropped a banger of a, you know, quote, but it's not, actions mean more than just a sure. quote, Sure, okay, in my that, that is fair. She, her actions were not So, like, that's why, like, I'm still on the Conus train, because Conus, not only her actions, her, her dialogue, her just getting the town motivated to fucking leave after proving to them that, hey, look, God's a, God doesn't give a shit about you. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> everything yeah. about that was that intensity. Enter in not not a lot there for me. It was just the same stuff from last episode and the more reactions and cool fights. I, I would say that Enaru is lowest on my ladder, but he's on the ladder. Enaru was more of just flashy abilities. Luffy was just being a, a protagonist. Konus is the one that did something. I would say that my number two would be Konus. I, I think I'm swayed to Devin's side here. I, I mean, I was ready... I think my brain defaulted to like, oh, Enero and Luffy because they get the most screen time. But I think he he, sw- he sold me on like, uh, Konus kind of had like the most impact when you really consider everything that happened. I vibe with that. I feel yeah. That. I mean, I I don't like I don't want to downplay even the screen time part because as I mentioned earlier, the basically the entirety of 182 is Konus in the village. That's that's a third of what we watched here. Uh, dedicated to a whole side character uh, and her and her plot. So I I came in here fully expecting like like after having watched the episodes to to either be between like Luffy and Konis. I Nami is a valiant effort, but <laughs> uh, I I definitely I definitely vibe more with the way Konis held herself in these episodes, especially when you compare her to what she did at the beginning of the arc going forward up to this point. Like, this is a completely different character, uh, especially after, like, having just allegedly watched Pagia die, her father. Um, allegedly. I like how you use that word. There's a big allegedly. We didn't talk about it last time. We just kind of went like, yeah, he's dead. And then after the cast, I went, is he, though? Like, in my head, I went, would he be, is he really dead? Speaking, so, of, speaking of allegedly dead, the whole Straw Hat crew. <laughs> no, yeah, he. It, it's funny too. It, it, yeah, you mentioned that specific thing because Enaru, like after Nami goes and says all of that 
uh, stuff about friendship and how she doesn't want to live without them. And Rue goes, basically, so you've chosen death? (laughs) And I couldn't help but think, like, did she, though? Have you really killed anybody up to this point, Enaru? Like, I'm sure at some point we're going to zoom out from all of this and have a giant party and, like, Kamakiri's going to be there. Locky's going to be there. All the Shandorians, <laughs> all the Divine Squad are going to be like, hey. <laughs> There's only one confirmed death here in this entire arc, and that's the dude that uh, Nico Robin fucking hung. Oh, yeah. He's, he's, <laughs> he's definitely the only dead. one that we will agree has absolutely died. <laughs> yeah. No, he is the biggest dead. Anybody that got hit by lightning by Eneru, probably not dead. Robin fucking gets a hold of you. Oh, big dead. Guaranteed big dead. Absolutely. So anyway, uh, that means that makes Conus the winner then, I yeah. think. Sounds like it, yeah. Yeah. I think that's a totally fair, totally fair compromise. I'm happy to see Conus get, get the respect she deserves for <laughs> being the one-off character for the arc. <laughs> We're about yeah. it. We love to see it. All right. Well, uh, that only leaves one last thing to do. Hi, Q. It's poetry time. No, I hate God. it. Goddamn slam poetry, dude. Why do we got to <laughs> do this all the time? What is this all the time? We do it like every five, six weeks, like with every grab bag. I really dislike haiku. <laughs> Because I have to use my brain to come up with something creative. Well, here comes Lasso the gun dog. <laughs> Don't you stop that. That's a masterpiece of writing. Uh, All right. Well, I guess while uh, everyone's going, I'll start off with mine. If I could just find my notes. <clears throat> Luffy got the boot. The white berets clear the town. Welcome to Sparta. That uh, That gold thing really hits you that hard with the Sparta, huh? Yeah, but like, like <laughs> it's like it's such a so, like. If you just take the scene from from what was it, three hundred? Yeah, from that movie, mm-hmm. and just made it really soft and kid friendly. So instead of like, <gasps> it was yeah, <laughs> uh, <Yeah>. sh- sure, <laughs> buddy. Uh, I'll go next. <clears throat> Devin still hates these. <laughs> Sanji and God have returned. Enaru face. <laughs> Can I just copy uh, that? No. <laughs> Absolutely not. It's mine. <laughs> you gotta stop using these Devon lines in yours too. God, you guys are such bitches. Hey man, I'm just I'm just playing to the audience, alright? <laughs> stop it. I'll play to the audience. <clears throat> oh god. She can't have gone far. Oh no. I know how I can find her. Oh no. Melorine vision. <laughs> Melorine vision? Am I missing a meme? Am I what, what am, I, am I in? Oh, I'm an idiot. I'm sorry. <laughs> Fucking moron. <laughs> MC Emeru throwing that flaming hot gold. Oh shit, run Luffy. <laughs> Alright, I like that. Had some flair to it. <laughs> I like oh, how shit, it ended run. with oh shit, run Luffy. <laughs> All right, Devin, how are we doing, bud? <laughs> I got two lines. I'm thinking about my first, last one. You got this. Once upon a time when I was a young lad, I used when to... When I was a young sim, when my I father was a young sim, took me to the comic store, took me into the theater to speak some slam poetry. <laughs> Yo, Sorry. Dylan, don't cut that. Keep that. It's cool. <laughs> wow, Dylan might still be on vacation. We might have Stan on the case here. 
Yeah, shout out to Stan for helping us out last week. Also, right. uh, while we're on the topic of uh, editing, if anyone caught the first edition of our podcast last week like I did, you're cool. Wait, there there actually was a first and a second edition? <laughs> the first well, edition... Well, the, the first edition has 100% more simi. I find it funny that Stan is editing for us when Eminem is our uh, bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Keck. All right, so my ham... Or not my hand, my uh, my haiku. Isa rode the horse. May the mantra be with you. Luffy throw them hands. Nice. If only we could have another line in there and be like, then Eneru caught them. <laughs> yeah. I just want to point out that Eneru is the first villain we've seen so far where Luffy says, yo, catch these hands. And then he does. <laughs> All right. Is uh, is that it? Did we, did we get there? I think we did it. <laughs> we, we did it. We did it. We did it. Congratulations. Like we say every week, you know, follow us on Twitter at Panda Sightings, where we get yelled at for people living in Virginia. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) New memes. New memes. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. I love them. Uh, Go on. We also do stuff on Instagram, also at Panda Sightings. If you have any questions for us, feel free to email us at pandasightings at gmail.com. Everyone have a great night. Simi, did we miss a panda man? In this episode? No. I was I was fucking looking. Don't you I was looking worry. because we were back in the big crowds and just needed to make sure. I forgot to look. <laughs> oh, we're done. We're done. My bad. We're done. Yo, we Con una pasión, con una pasión tan fuerte.